0: Being reborn wasn't at all like the way I'd pictured it. Okay, okay, it was almost literally how people would picture it, but that's not quite what I mean. One minute, I'd been in Angel's body, sliding, being pulled by Wilma star blanket into a void that looked like nothing so much as a TV set on an empty channel. My last look, a terrifying glimpse of a virtual control room, infested by gigantic spiders. Then I was into the static field and, well, curiously liberated. I had no sense of body at all, no sense of any kind of physical presence. All around me, stretching out, up and down, side by side, as far as I could view. See is not quite the right word. Were webs of vari-colored lights, lines, and crosshatches, forming beautiful, intricate patterns along which beads of light, like teardrops on a spider web, oozed down and around, this way and that, as if they had sentience, as if they were somehow guiding themselves, or being guided to an unknown and unknowable destination. And yet I had a feeling of curious detachment, not devoid of emotion as such, but sapped of those emotions caused by physical body chemistry and left with only those, such as wonder, that exist in the higher functions. It was beautiful, beautiful and yet somehow comfortable, even as I realized that I was riding along one of those colored strands, just like all the others— and that I, in this state, probably looked no different from the other droplets of shimmering liquid light. I knew the place. It was comforting and familiar. I had been there before, not once, but many times. I didn't feel any sense of danger or apprehension, thanks partly to that familiarity. Bad things couldn't happen to you in there, not in this state, to be otherwise would be the equivalent of waking up in heaven and having an angel blow you away with an oozy. There was a small sense of disappointment that I was being directed rather than moving under my own control. It wasn't much, but it meant certainly that whatever new world I was heading toward would come out of the mind of someone else, someone who'd gotten there first. The fact that the process seemed so automated meant that a routine runtime module had kicked in. That, in turn, meant that whoever had been first had entered due to death rather than transferring alive as I had done. Therefore, whatever reality would be formed would be of the subconscious, always dangerous and not easily kept in check. We all carried such enormous baggage. Ahead, in the direction we were moving, I could see the throbbing mass of energy that was our destination, the point of entry into the new program, the new virtual universe. The main difference between me and most of those who would follow, and a few who had come before or wouldn't be there, was control. When you died, your link to the net would be the only part of you left. You'd travel frozen, deactivated, along this same route to be born again as usual, to go through a life in real time, you'd be someone else, somewhere else, free not to take all the twists and turns and make or unmake all the choices that had created the prior you— Just in case the creator of the template universe was dull and unimaginative, you were assured some differences off the bat by being reborn as the opposite sex. Assuming that was a factor in the new universe, there would be other changes too. And because your new life would be dominant, what you knew and who you were in the past would be mostly gone or otherwise suppressed. I had killed a couple of people in the last hour of my prior existence. Those who were of us would be ahead in that frozen state and would reach the template ahead of me. Strong linkages, strong relationships would bind us together to a degree. It would be unlikely that, say, we would be born into different cultures in widely separated locales. In the end, most of us had been bound at least somewhat together— Even Angel and me and Walt Slydecker...